fourth and three, fourth and three. Hopping back on the mic for you and me. Fourth and three podcast. There is Disney and AJ and Jerry with the blast. NFL blast. Fourth and three podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is the 17th episode of the fourth and three podcast. Fourth and three. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, AJ and Jared. Jared, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. What do you got, AJ? Uh, I just got a big hello from me and Maya on my lap currently. Biting me already. Ooh. That's what we're talking about. Excitable. The things are out. Get the sassiness here. Yes. Anywho, uh, been a good week. Uh, did a little quick, fun uh, podcast episode, which is going to be a little teaser because we're going to release that sometime during the year. Um, not football related, so we'll see. Um, all right. Welcome. How was everyone's week? AJ, how was your week? My week was... Amazing. It was actually pretty good. Um, so I've had some some good interviews. I'm hoping, hopefully tomorrow, here's some excellent news. Maya's enjoying my lap currently. But no, I've had a good week. I'm hoping uh, the rest of the week goes well and we have some good plans this weekend. So I'm pumped for it all. Nick? Yeah, not a bad week. I went and got tacos with AJ on Sunday. That was fun. Watched uh, the Wild. We got a win. Right now they're one and two. But, you know, it was at least a good start to the qualifying part of the season. Or a part of the playoffs, I should say. And then, you know, I pretty much kicked it on Saturday. Just got some good rest. Um, that's pretty much it. Other than that, went to work and had a blast there, I'll tell you that much. Jared, how was your week? Well, my week was fantastic. I'll tell you what. Played some disc golf. My ankle is healing back. It was Marilyn's birthday, and I could not show up for last week because I'm a POS. But with that being it's said, okay. I'm excited for the Saturday I'm super pumped. Camping, adventure, tubing. We ready to rock and roll. And we'll talk about it on the next podcast, I'm assuming. So uh, all excitable, all good things to hear. So let's jump into the weekly news and thoughts. Okay, so uh, the biggest uh, thing of the week was probably the opt-out deadline. The NFL did see about 67 players, was it? Correct. 67 players opted out. Really not too many big names. Most of the big names were probably free agent signings and then a couple other people who recently had kids and then a couple linemen who happened to have a high BMI. Um, that being said, moving on, uh, Raheem Mostert is staying with the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. Now, he did not re-sign on a new contract, but he did get his current contract reworked. That's right. And basically... The only difference is they add more money in incentives. So he's not just going to get his salary. Nope. If he gets to 1,000 yards, he gets to 10 touchdowns, a couple other stipulations, then he gets his bonuses. That's right. Um, another player in the NFL also had their contract reworked today. Who is that? And that is none other than our favorite crybaby, Stefan Diggs. Ha-ha! He... At first said, you know, I'm thinking about not, you know, it's not safe to play. I might opt out. Um, then he got uh, his contract reworked. And basically what they did was they added uh, about $3 million to this year's salary, took $1.2 million from next year's salary, added it in, and took another $2.8 uh, out of the salary in his third-year contract with uh, the Buffalo Bills. And not only that, they also front-loaded guaranteed money. So now his guaranteed money this year is going to be – Seven million, and Ooh. his salary is seventeen million. Yep, that's a lot of money. AJ, would you hire Stefan Diggs for seventeen million dollars with seven million guaranteed, knowing he hasn't proved anything in Buffalo yet due to COVID? 
what can you expect from Stefan Diggs, one, and would you sign him to such a deal? So I'm going to break it down in a couple ways. That's a lot front-loaded, but you're also talking about getting Stefan Diggs, if this season goes well, very, very cheap. And at the same time, if they do want to cut him, let's say he's hurt, something happens where they just want to cut him, they're front-loading it. That's less dead cap in the future. Ooh. So given where everything is, they think their offense is within the AFC top-notch. So if you're going to like kind of front-load it, this is the time to do it. But now you're talking about Stefan Diggs on the cheap for two years. So with, when Josh Allen's contract comes about, he's still got a couple of years on it. They're going to have a little bit more money than they did 10 hours ago. So if you look at it from a couple of different like spectrums, it's not a bad deal. I know you guys aren't big on Stefan Diggs. I am. And I think this is going to work out for him, keeps him playing this year, but also at the same time, makes them a little bit cheaper years moving forward, which helps the team also. But isn't this the same reason why the Vikings didn't re-sign him, Nick? No. <laughs> no oh, he, so? He, he Stephon wa- Diggs, wanted he wanted to be traded. Yeah, but I the, think the it was Vikings mainly money, weren't going to it? trade him. Into, no, it wasn't. He just wanted a new – oh, he wanted a fresh start. It oh. really didn't have a whole lot about to do about money. Um, he, Not really. I just think that he – I don't think he got along with Cousins very well. I mean, I don't think he dislikes Cousins, but, I, you know, I, I assumed he was probably – There's two types of people to. when it comes to Kirk Cousins. You either like him or you hate him, and I, I feel like he was probably on the other end. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he complained. He didn't get the ball. I mean, he had 60-plus target or 60-plus receptions on 90 targets, though, which, honestly, I don't think that's a small amount of targets. Not a great amount, but – but at the same Stephanie time, for me, small. Stephon Diggs is a great route runner. Yeah, so but I want, it was but a run first offense. I mean, yeah. that's just thing. He wants to. He wanted to be the superstar. He wants to be the throw me the ball every other play. Yeah, but as as it we was were talking as we were talking about earlier, he likes to drop the ball. And how is that going to be any easier when you're playing outdoors at Buffalo? Yeah, I. He's got a cannon. Josh Allen's got a cannon though. So if, again, the one thing that I see as a huge plus there is if somehow they're able to work it out. Josh Allen has the arm to beat guys. Stefan Diggs has a route running to hit that double move, get past. If that connection does really heat up, and I think it could, and that's a lot of could on Josh Allen, not Stefan Diggs. I think Diggs is going to be massive this year, but there's a lot of could on Josh Allen. I don't think it'll be massive, but I think one of the biggest <laughs> things with uh, this contract is they traded so much away. Um, so really, I mean, Diggs is making a lot of money this year. He's going to make a good amount of money next year. And then the third year is when it gets thin. I imagine by the third year is when he already gets a new contract because that, that's when his contract ends. He's not going to want to, he's not going to want to pay for Well, they would have to trade up. Yeah. He's only going to be 28. Yeah, but they, I know, but they traded two first round picks for that. So you would imagine, or at least I'm imagining that Diggs is there for the long haul opposed to. And that's that's also you the know. Bills betting on themselves of being a late round. I, I imagine they're thinking Diggs might not retire in Buffalo colors, but he'll probably be there for the next six to seven. And right. honestly, I don't think he will be. But that, that I mean, what you traded away for him, you can't not do that. You can't right. pull the plug on that now. You know, Steph Diggs. We have a lot of opinions. Give me another point, though. What do we got next? Uh, the Rock is in process to, in, in the current process to purchase the XFL. Him and a group of shareholders, so he will be a partial owner. 
Um, which honestly I think is good news because the XFL actually was pretty entertaining last year for what it was, and I thought it was a good um, practice league. I don't want to use the word practice, but a secondary league to the NFL to get those players that aren't necessarily going to be playing. It helps them develop more. Um, The biggest name would be P.J. Walker. He played for one of the teams last year, and he was very good in that league. Now he is with the Carolina Panthers, you know, and there's a few other players like that that did make it I to the NFL. Greg Ward, they... I believe, came from the uh, the spring league, mm-hmm. and he caught a winning touchdown against the Redskins. So random shout out, Greg Ward. Can you smell what the Rock is cooking, AJ? Nice. I was yep, somebody exactly, because you have to. The Rock is buying this basically for property rights. I don't know if he'll really have much of a say of what's going on in the operation day to day he's a partial owner i think it's a more of money grab thinking hey the xfl can be something he sees something and he's getting it for a good price aj when you go to edit this podcast tomorrow can you cut out that part right before i talked about the rock and add in him actually saying can you smell and i'm talking the one where he holds it He's like, can you see I mean, I'd have, I'd have, I'll look at, like, copyright stuff. Again, no one's it's, probably it's, ever... Dude, that's in the 90s. That's for sure totally chill now. I could I just mean, do one. Exactly. In, like, YouTube. the 90s, it's not a big deal, but copyright stuff's a big deal now. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. But still, copyright laws are even stricter than they were in the 90s. So I'll have to look. I, see I if, agree. See if it is something that is, is non-copyright. I'm sure he has it trademarked, so there, there's some piece of that. All right, everybody, I will do my own personal edit of this video, and I'll put that snippet in. You guys can hear it on Saturday. I'll email it to you if you want like that version. I can do that easy. But well, the actual version that's going to be uploaded will not have that. So Esports. It's in the game. Edit it out. All right, whatever. Last, <laughs> last piece of information. CLC Hawks have expressed interest again. In free agent, defensive end. They won't pick up anyone. Everson Griffin, but also in outside linebacker Clay Matthews, and they have rescinded any sort of interest towards Jadeveon Clowney. That's right. Get him out. What's going to go? What's what's going to happen to Clowney? This is one, this. one of the biggest free agent talks all year. So here here's the thing. So a lot of people are looking at him like, dude, you're dumb. Like, Who? Take Jadeveon Clowney. Oh. People are looking at this like, like, what are you doing? But what he's specifically making sure of is that he's just going to hold out. He's going to be chill, but at some point, some team's going to have a very important player, and especially when you're talking about the edges, you need an important player there. That's right. So he can wait there, sit there, twiddle his thumbs, and at some point, someone's going to get hurt. So if it's week four, if it's week nine, someone's going to be like, shoot, we like we need somebody. And he, I wouldn't say he's elite, but he's a good talent. He's a good player. He pressures the quarterback. He does. He just doesn't get sacks. No, but, in, but he demands attention. Exactly. So like, no matter what, at some point – Someone will need his services. So I think he's just not taking a discount now, knowing at some point he's going to get signed. Would you prefer to have Jadavion Clowney or Everson Griffin? Due to, like, age, Jadavion Clowney. You're talking 32 to 27. Are we talking then? Would you prefer to have Clowney or Everson Griffin? Did did the contract price matter? Yeah. Then I would rather have Griffin. It's a lower contract? Way lower contract. But you're talking about a one year. Imagine did it like Jadavian's going to take twenty million. He was like fifteen. Everson's like, going to try and take 15. like seven, and Everson put up twelve sacks last year. Twelve and a half. Who's coming? Yeah, I think Jadavian Clowney had more pressures to the quarterback, but that's just because I don't of his know position. about that. I don't know about that. His position. They play the same position. They do. They're both indeed. Right in. Indeed. Yeah, and then Clay Matthews, super old. 
don't really care about them that much. Do you guys have any specific points? No. Like, should they show interest in Clay no, Matthews? I mean, I think Seattle, what Seattle's doing is they're just testing the waters like they did to Josh Gordon, A.B., Clay Matthews, Ever, proud about that. Everson Griffin. I think they're looking for a piece, but I just don't think that Seattle actually has a plan. I mean, they picked up Jamal Adams and gave away a, a ton of, for Jamal Adams, okay, now you have that piece in the defense. The other pieces of your defense are getting old. Wagner, I think he's in his, like, 10th season. 31. Yeah, 31. Linebacker doesn't last that long. Mm, you the, can. You can, but. Ray Lewis, super old. Oh, he also killed a guy. The guy has strength and some sort of manipulation. Exactly. Bobby Wagner He probably did body. the Illuminati. Okay, I don't think Wagner's a part of the Illuminati. But with that being said, probably the best I don't know if currently. Seattle has really a plan. I think they're just testing the waters, seeing what's going to fit. And I think Pete Carroll, if Pete Carroll does not make it to the Super Bowl, I think he might be out. Wrong. I think Pretty so. Sure he just got an extension. I think he should. I think he should How? be out. How so? What do you mean? He hasn't missed the playoffs in like nine years. Okay. So and they're constantly good. Even last it's year, Russell they, Wilson. Last dude. year, they were literally half an inch away from being. Yeah, that's what they thought about Mike McCarthy. They were the too. number one seed. That's what they thought about Mike McCarthy. They would have been the number one. Mike seed. McCarthy's story is the exact same thing, dude. How they made it to the playoffs every single year. Yeah, but they weren't always a contender. Like they exactly were like wild card. The Seahawks were always good. They were wild card last year and they beat the Eagles. The, yeah, but they were also. That's only because of. Okay, I'm just the saying, 49ers dude. and whatever. Okay, I'm just saying that I don't know if they have a plan. I think they're just testing the waters for a player to see what's going to fit. I just don't know if they're going to find that fit. And I think all of this testing out people is for nothing. I don't think they're going to sign anybody. I think, Jared, you're still salty about you know the uh, Golden Tate touchdown, the complete, incomplete, and it's coming out years later. And yeah, that's I know. fine. Like, if you want to be frustrated about it, that's okay, but don't bring it into this well, conversation. Well, every Cowboys fan is frustrated when Des Bryant didn't, called that a non-catch when he landed in the end zone. He fumbled. Oh, yeah. Every catch. Cowboys fan remembers that. <laughs> it was a catch. Come on. It was a catch, it. but it was in Lambeau, so they're going to call it against it. Who cares? Only the Cowboys fans. $2.2 billion worth. Everson Griffin, pro football focus, graded him the 21st out of 63 edge rushers. So he is one of the top players at his position. Top uh, third. You have to play at least 50%. Top third, yes. Still yeah, good. Yeah. Honestly, I w- that wasn't a dig, so I didn't mean it to sound like It sounded like, that. like a dig. That's all you're doing is digs in these days. Uh, he created the 14th most pressures between that. all edges, which is that number was 66. Um, he's tied for ninth in the most quarterback hits in the NFL as well. And that's all 2019. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. Any, honestly, I would, I would like to see the whole him, list. If he's with Green Bay, I will be unbelievably disappointed, and I will give it to you guys right now because yeah. he'll sack Cousins twice each game. It's also such a, such a jerk move. Okay, what's next? All right. Well, what's next is uh, that was the weekly news and Got thoughts. Got another segment, dog. What? Yeah, we're yeah. jumping a new segment. No way. Segments. Oh my Atlanta. Let's makes go. This podcast roll. Fourth and three. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick two-minute break because I actually need to pull up a list. I was looking for about five minutes here and I couldn't find it. So Jeez. it's gonna be Head. five oh, seconds for you guys. It's gonna be like a minute for me. One second. I'm gonna edit a quick. <gasps> On fourth and three.
Welcome back, everybody. We're going to jump into the next segment here. We're going to talk about the NFL Top 100. Uh, we did touch on this last week. We did numbers 100 to 76. Today, we're going to do 75 to 51. And I'll tell you one thing. There are some juicier names in this portion opposed to last. Juicy. Last Juicy. Portions. So let's, uh, let's just start right now. Um, I'll list off the 10. I'll, I'll go 10. I'll go 75 to 66, then we'll take turns talking about them. Uh, number 75, we have Earl Thomas, safety for the Ravens. 74, Ronnie Stanley of the Ravens O-line. 73, we got Fletcher Cox of the Eagles. We've got Josh Jacobs at 72, Raiders running back. Jarrell Casey, Broncos defensive end at 71. Fred Warner, the 49ers linebacker. Following that is one of my favorite players, Number 69, Larry Fitzgerald. 69. Cord- nice. Cardinals wide receiver. I like a Minnesota boy. Minneapolis. That's right. Ryan Tannehill's coming in at 68. Demario Davis, Saints linebacker at 67. And last but not least of these next 10 is Laramie Tunsil, Texans offensive line. Boom. All right, what are we thinking? Well, I want to talk about Larry Tuns- Laramie Tunsil right away. Because the fact that the Dolphins gave him away as early as they did. I think they still got like a first-round pick for him. Mm-hmm. Think about the day one. That dude was day one. smoking weed the day he got drafted. In he a wasn't g- smoking weed the day he got drafted. No, but he got caught they during leaked, the video. They leaked a leaked. video of him. That dude was literally And you know that was gassed. Bill Belichick. Probably. Didn't work out for him. Nope. It didn't. And what I've seen is I would say that you have to put Josh Jacobs above the 70s, right? He's a rookie. One year. Yeah, one year. One Where did they put Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb's been in for three years. Three years, right? But after You've his, seen it after his, I mean, he was the goat of Oakland all of last year. Over a thousand yards. How many touchdowns, Nick? Eight, eight, eight TDs. Yeah. <laughs> you expect me to know that? Eight one, TDs as a rookie. You yeah. put him above the seventies. Okay, Miles Sanders had more scrimmage yards than he did. Miles Sanders did look at Miles Sanders stats the other day. Fact, they were pretty good. Miles Sanders was a friggin' monster last year. I'll say he's not even close. And again, more scrimmage yards. That bothers me. Especially towards the end of the season. Jordan Howard wasn't playing. Had to like truly come on strong. And he always backed up Saquon. He's not on this list. Talk about somebody else. Fine. I'll say Larry Fitz. Larry Fitz. Josh Jacobs. I don't think Larry Fitz is Larry Fitz is not top one hundred. Not anymore. No, but he's still one of the greatest human beings and still like greatest receivers. Like obviously you lose a step, so he has like but I would him put him. I would still put him in the top 100, but I would definitely put him in probably the 90 range. Okay. Instead of the the at 69, the 60 range. Um, when are you going to talk about Harrison Smith? You want to do that right now? I didn't know. We didn't list him off. You did. Oh, I suppose yeah. He's up earlier. You are Spoilers. correct. Spoilers. I got super exp- Spoilers. If you haven't looked at the list yet, oh that's my on goodness. You. That's on Everything you. you said last night. Spoilers. You got me there. Well, where's your list? <laughs> oh, okay. There we got it. Okay. Oh, easy. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. trying to figure out how to work an iPhone. The man. It's 2005 again. The legend. The Cox. Signed a huge deal. I'm saying, and last year, <laughs> so we were supposed to have Malik Jackson to basically take away at least some of the double teams. So for Malik to go out like week one was a crusher. Well, we still have Malik Jackson. Who? Now we have Javon Hargrave. <laughs> now we have Fletcher Cox. Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Cox is one of the most double-teamed defensive tackles in the league other than Aaron Donald. Same thing with Hurries, Sacks. He's up there. Dude's a friggin' monster. i got to watch myself. Talking about Fletch here. Um, Fletch here. No, Fletch is honestly a beast. 
I think he should be higher in this list, but he did have a down year. So I respect the fact he's a little bit later, but he's a force to be reckoned with. If you don't know, you're going to know. Next year, dude's going to be friggin' fantastic. Nick, who's your next player? Uh, I'm going to talk about – I'm going to give you a two-for-one. Two-for? Hit me. Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs. Oh, my Dev- mine was Devontae Adams. Yeah, I bet it was. I, I would move them both up higher on this list. Yeah. Um, I think they should easily both be top 40. Devontae, you could probably put in the top 30. Devontae is definitely top 30. Maybe 25. Yeah. Diggs I'd put in the 40s range because he dropped a couple balls last year that were crucial. Yep. But, yeah, I, I honestly I was kind of surprised to see both those players in the 50 range. Do you, do you know who I, I was also surprised the Packers had in that range? David Bakhtiari. Is he on there? 63. Spoilers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? We're, we're there. I didn't leave yeah. him off, though. Yeah, yeah you did. Oh, you only listed off the first eight, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. See, oh, I was man. not paying attention to that. Come on, We should Barbara. listen to that part better. We said it. Okay, so here are the next ten. Hit me. Tyler Lockett at 65. Harrison Ooh. Smith at 64. Preston Smith at 63. Packers linebacker. David Boxiera, also a Packers offensive lineman at 62. Jarvis Landry off the Browns at 61. Logan Ryan at 60. Odell at 59. Kirk Cousins is at 58. Devontae Adams is at 57, DeForest Buckner at 56. And then since I mentioned Diggs because I want to give a two-for-one, right. I'm going to say Zach Martin's at 55 and Diggs is at 54. So as I'll start off. Start off. I'm going David Bakhtiari. Higher or lower? Higher. How he, much higher? I would say he's in the top 50. Top fifty offensive linemen, Nick. When it's we not had top our fifty offensive linemen, it's top fifty I'm, players. I'm, 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 overall, I'm sorry. I'm, okay, yeah. Overall, top fifty player because he's one of the best offensive linemen. He's always in the Pro Bowl. He was ranked in Madden or whatever you want to call it. Right. Everything is always top tier. He's consistent. He doesn't get injured. Where's Quentin Nelson on here? I'm sure he's in the top fifty. We're not talking about that right now. I'm just saying, David Bakhtiari deserves to be above 63 what he deserves to be is in the top 50 players in the nfl nick honestly look, the player the age has got to talk here. honestly i want to talk about a little something something here i do because i already talked about fletch aj oh. i want to i want to ask you a question how do you feel about kirk cousins being ranked at 58 pisses me off really yeah i i agree he should be way higher no <laughs> all right i wasn't yep Okay. I think 58's. I thought. I think 58's a perfect spot for him. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yeah. Again. Okay. So the fact that Carson Wentz is not on this list and somehow <laughs> Kirk Cousins is 58. How? How in any world Kirk had a ever season. is that? That's like, why they put Devontae Adams low too because he was injured. It doesn't make any sense. It's only for the Carson season. Carson played dude. all 16 games, threw for 4,000 yards without a single receiver having 500 Carson yards. Carson played Still all 16 games. All 16 games. Are you, are you sure? Yeah, injured in the playoffs. He got injured in the playoffs? He did. Yeah. Oh. That's part of the things you got to look all into six, it, though. All 16 games. Because, like, you're not going to win a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz either. Clowny. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with him either. We did. No, you didn't. He won with Nick Foles. But did, who's our starter? Yeah, Carson but he Wentz. didn't win it. Didn't have to. He still got us there. He, he has to win it to Carson, call him a. Kirk Cousins Super Bowl. has, in his entire lifetime, won one primetime game, one singular, one time. 
It's more than that. In the last, like, four years? Are you retracting your statement all of a sudden? No, like... I'm not positive on it, but maybe three. I'll give him max in his entire career. Three. He has not. Games what ever. you're thinking of is he has not won on Monday night. He did last year for the first time. When? But even on Sunday night games, he did not win on Monday night. He lost again. He lost. Oh, that's because he's friggin'. We terrible. lost like thirty-five to thirty-one or something like that. Yeah, that's his fault though. So I'm, I'm gonna look up primetime games, and if I find a, a great stat just to shove it in your face, I'm gonna somehow edit it in here. You can shove it in my face all you want. I mean, hey, here's the deal, yo. He shouldn't be. He here. brought us to the playoffs. And he beat the Saints. That's cool. Who are the next players? I don't know. Um, I'm going to talk about Tyler Lockett. Because I've always had faith in the dude. Been drafting him in fantasy every year. He's always top tier. Super frustrating. Because, like, he's very consistent. But at the same time, every time you like, I would put him in, wouldn't happen. But at the same time, he's a touchdown machine. But it's per catch. And he could go, like, a game where he has one catch, one touchdown, 51 yards. And that's it. Then the next week he'll have three. He's not like a like a catch machine. He's not, but he's a touchdown monster. So like PPR, maybe not so much as an actual wide receiver. Him and DK Metcalf. Again, I think DK Metcalf is going to be a monster. I do. So I think Tyler Lockett is a great number two now. <clears throat> Matt Matt from our work says Lockett is a raw version of Diggs. Do you I, agree? I do agree. I actually. You agree a, with that? That's a damn good point, sir. Good call, good call, Matt. I 100% call agree with that. Okay, uh, but um, isn't isn't Lockett older? No, Lockett's like 25. They're both the same but age. Like, I yeah, think. I guess. Yeah, not much older. Uh, is 26. One player yeah. that I want to talk about um, yeah. that I think should be significantly higher on this list, coming in at number 59, is Odell Beckham Jr. How are you putting him at 59? How is AJ Green on this list? Well, because he. And he's one he was higher. injured, and he's, he's better better than Devonte Adams. AJ Green, AJ Green, AJ Green is not better than Devonte Adams, dude. Almost Hall of Fame status. When three years ago, AJ Green. Look three, at his career. Three, uh, he's exactly, a phenomenal player. career, dude. That's why I said he's not last not, year not though. Hall of Famer though. Not last I said, year. I let's go back. Let's go back one minute. I said he's almost Hall of Fame material. Okay, I got you. He's very good. You guys just want to. He was dig good. on me today. You just keep wanting to dig on me. I don't understand your problem. I like Stephon Diggs, but I mean that's not the point. Him. Again, he's the fact that AJ Green is on here. Played like one game, and Carson Wentz is it's not. It's not my fault. I'll you drafted Stephon Diggs the in the first round. Okay, I didn't. All right, who are the next players? Uh, we got um, let's see. Last player I said was Stephon Diggs at fifty-four. We got Marcus Peters at fifty-three. Ravens cornerback Chris Jones, Chiefs defensive end, and coming in at fifty-one. To cap off 75 to 21 is running back Todd Gurley for Ooh. the Falcons. Now, Jared, I know you're a big Todd mm. Gurley fan. Oh, I'm a huge Todd Gurley fan. Todd Gurley coming back to hot Atlanta. Are you kidding me? This guy's going to be a beast. Do you know when Atlanta's good is when they have a running back? And they haven't had a running back for a while because Devontae Freeman has always been injured. Tevin Coleman. He's a good substitute, as Nick and I agree with. He plays for the 49ers. He now. should be starting somewhere. He, he could be. No, he's not starting. He's behind Raheem Mostart due to the money problem. Still better so, than he is. Exactly. So, anyways, Todd Gurley, I believe that he is an underrated player if you're going to play fantasy. He needs to be picked up early. He's going to get those touchdowns. I'm big pick over 12 TDs this year rushing. 
not even catching, rushing touchdowns over Dang. 12 TDs. I promise you, they're in kind of a soft division defensively, and they got kind of an easier schedule, and they still have Julio Jones, the and they still have Al- Calvin Packers. Ridley. Everyone's going to be pushing back because they've always been a passing offense. But guess what? Todd Gurley's home, and he's ready to eat, baby. No, 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 no. Weak <laughs> knees, sir. Weak knees. But I'll say, I, I, I'll say that's, that'll end it because we have a really big. AJ, say hi to your mom. My mom watching? Yeah. Hey, mom. Good to see you. Hi, no. AJ's mom. Yes. Nick said hi. Hi, AJ's mom. If you didn't see her. So, and hi, AJ's sweet. dad. I got a, if your dad's watching. Doug. You know, a little shout out. My parents are watching, so that's always nifty. Uh, but I think <laughs> on the next part here, um, let's get in because we got to eliminate a team. Ooh. Yeah, well, hey, um, like we do as always, we're going to take a little quick break here. Uh, for you guys listening, it's going to be about 10, 15 seconds for you. It's going to be a couple minutes for us. Thank you for sticking around. We got a fun se- segment coming up. We are going to finish off and uh, eliminate one more team of our AFC teams to be the fourth and three team. So stick around. It's going to be a fun time. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Let's go. Crowning glory. On fourth and three. On third down. Four-man rush. Pressure comes. Wentz going to let it fly. He's got Jackson again. He's got it. Touchdown. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking around. We got the last segment here, and it's probably going to be a relatively quicker one because there's not too much to talk about. We teased it right before we went to break there. So, yes, we are going to go into our last three AFC teams, eliminate one more team, and then next week, assuming nobody's going to miss will be the finale and we will finally have the team of fourth and three so gentlemen let's jump right into it we have three teams left we all picked one team um or we all have one team remaining i should say one team remaining aj's got the pittsburgh steelers i'm taking the houston texans and then jared's got a hard on for the indianapolis colts so we all are going to take a second to defend our teams and then after that we will I'll vote on one more team to be eliminated this week. So, gentlemen, Jared, Andrelfio, either one of you want to start? Jared, give it to me. What do you got? Why why the Colts? You want me to talk about the Colts? I do. He's not ready. Okay, here we go. So, So, the Colts have a very favorable schedule. Very favorable early on in the season if it goes on. The later part of the season for the Colts is a little bit tougher in more division games. That being said, I think the Colts upgraded with Phillip Rivers compared to Jacoby Brissett last year. They had a quarterback that was a franchise quarterback in Andrew Luck retire before the season started. That really throws a wrench in your season, and they still did decent. They have an amazing offensive line. Not only that, they have a good linebacking crew with Leonard in the center. I think the games that they have to play are under 500 win streak for their whole season. They're in kind of a not that great division, and the only competition they really have is the Texans, which I think they'll split the games. Titans? Titans? Are Titans a joke? I think the Titans are still a joke. I'm pretty sure they made the AFC Championship last year. They made the AFC Championship on Derrick Henry's back, which doesn't is, happen year is after he year. Is he still there? Look at Adrian is he still Peterson. There? He is, though. He's still there. Ryan Tannehill still there. Their line's Adrian still there. Adrian Peter. Oh, hold on. That was a horrible comparison. Derrick Henry is not even close to Adrian Peterson's yes. level. No. Not even Dude, close. Dude, the guy's 6'3", 280. 
It you, took Derrick Henry five years to be relevant. That's because he wasn't given a chance. That is bull-loney, and you know like, it. It was like, here you go. No, it was not. He, but he also we had, had Chester Taylor, who led the league the year before 1,500 yards. In fact, we drafted Adrian Peterson, and most people were like, why did we draft that? We have Chester Taylor. The other half were like, oh, nice, we drafted Adrian Peterson. He's a generational talent, and he was. Derrick Henry is not a generational talent. We'll see this year. Get yeah. out of here, agent. Oh my god, I'm not saying he's not really good, but to compare him like that, that's ridiculous. But they're also like they're not the same type of player. That's like saying Derek, Derek that's like, like saying Ryan loser. Tannehill is like Brett Favre. Not at all. It kind of is a similar scenario. No, how is it not? God, no God. way. Brett Favre didn't miss a game. Tannehill is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that that is what I'm. Random point. But no, I'm not. And again, I'm I'm not even like saying he's better than he is. I'm just saying Derrick Henry, great great talent. And he's going to be a monster. And he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. A.J. Brown's very good. Ryan Tannehill showed he can <clears throat> do it. And this is all going back to against the Colts. Derrick Henry's not going to the Hall of Fame. Anyways, we're kind of going off point here. My team that I would pick against would be no, the no, Steelers. No, no, What? You're I, supposed I, to defend first. I did defend. We are supposed to defend first. Then we pick. Ooh, oh, all right. Now so we know. I, already, that I, already I have a bias against the Steelers, as you, if you've been listening, folks. Especially you, Patrick. I see you watching. All right, Benry. This one's for you, brother. Steelers. Big Ben looks good. He came back just recently saying he felt like, obviously, he's not 21, but feels younger than he has in, like, the past six years, which is excellent. Obviously, AB's not there. Juju, we have to see what's going to happen. Juju has looked very, very good. So I would love to see what actually happens when he is the number one, where he's not playing with Mason Rudolph and, and bringing Duck Hodges. Just trash. James Conner, same thing. Actually, he's bulked up. The dude also oh looks God. fantastic, making a lot of progress there. And that's a big thing. The bigger you are, the harder it is to get injured. So he's putting the pieces together. So now they have, uh, what is it, Deontay Johnson, their number two wide receiver, also looks fantastic. I'm excited to see what they do. Now you flip it and you look at their defense. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. They have a lot of pieces there. And they, I think, honestly, they're one of those teams that can stand up to the to the Ravens. And give it back to them, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know about that. You, they always play, even when the Steelers are very good, the Ravens play them well. When the Ravens are very good. It's divisional games, dude. Exactly. but All divisions are like two that. Teams. Not All necessarily. Di- yeah, they are. To a point. That's what I'm saying. But when you're talking about like a team that we're expecting to be as good as the Ravens in the same division as the Steelers, I think the Steelers can put up a fight within there. I do. And so when we're talking about going to the playoffs and being a good team. Depending on the health. I put, like, so you're saying... The Colts, which could easily be the third best team in the AFC South, is going to be better than the Steelers, who the at third? worst could be the second best. Or the Titans, the Browns, and the, the Browns. You don't think the Browns are going to be good this year? No. I also don't think the Browns are going to be this year. I think Nick Chubb is going to be good this year. Do you think they're going to be better than the Pittsburgh Steelers? No. No. If you do, then like that's Jared. The I think they might split. Maybe in like a game. The Browns also beat the Ravens last year, and we're still trying. Exactly. The Ravens, beat- yeah, they like they got trounced. That was more. That's more looking. You bad kind of on just the- talked yourself right into what I'm no, saying. No, that's the Ravens looked bad that bad that game. They lost the Nick Browns. Nick can that see it. He's so, looking at it. I'm just thinking about how embarrassing that would be to be a Ravens fan, and you <laughs> lost the Browns just in a random ass game. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, the, yeah, exactly. The Packers lost to the Chargers. Has Big Ben won a Super Bowl? 
So he, he has He's the won potential. two, I think, right? He's won two? How many playoff games? Has, has... <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Let me build my point. You were, okay, yeah. No, you knew that. How many playoff games has Lamar Jackson won? Zero. Out of? Two. Boom. Two Super Bowls. Condemn him. I'm not talking about the Ravens. I'm talking about the, the Colts Steelers over the, the Steelers. Big Ben can still do it. Yeah, Big Ben can still do it if he's healthy, dude. He's healthy right now. He's so like point, 80. Jared. Thank you. I appreciate that one. He's 38 years old. Tom Brady's 41. Drew Brees is 38. Phillip Rivers, your own guy, is a year younger. So don't even say he's super old. He's already one year <laughs> younger than Big Ben is. Who? Phillip? Yeah. Yeah, Philip Rivers also has 14 it's, kids. He's ready to play. He's playing for pride and joy. He's not supporting And he's never kids. had an offensive line. Big Ben's getting good night sleep. He's How's not, their he's offensive line? Kids. Who's their offensive line besides Pouncey? Actually, I think they had the third. Actually, they're rated right now as the number one projected offensive line going into this year. Are they? They are. Interesting. Look it up. I don't right want now. to. They were number three last year. Wait, no, take it back. Colts with were, Duck? Colts for three. With the Duck? I think they have a great coach. They I think still gave him time. I think they both have good coaches. I think they both have a shot, shot to make it to the playoffs, whether it be wild card or top tier. Besides the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think they can be top tier. I think the Colts could be top tier and make the one. Who's their number two wide receiver? Pittman Jr. How old is he? 21. Oh, that's right. He was just <laughs> 20, drafted? one. <laughs> He was just drafted. It doesn't 21. matter. They don't have any weapons. Like they have who, Jonathan who, Taylor. Who Marlon. are the weapons for the Steelers? Washington and Juju, who just got injured last and year. And Deontay Johnson. Dude, I don't know about that. AJ. That's Nick. Nick. <laughs> I'm not talking to either of you. I'm looking away. This isn't me, folks. <laughs> Nick, why, why the Texans? Give me, why give the me Texans? Why. Okay, honestly, why not the Texans? Listen to this roster. Who? Okay, starting off, they have one of the most exciting players in football. Deshaun Watson, I think we can all agree, out of all the young quarterbacks in the league right now, is easily the third most exciting. Wrong. Wrong. Who? Green Bay Packers. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. The whole Carson team? Carson Wentz. Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm trying to be non-biased here. That's fair. I still think Carson's better than Deshaun, but give me your point. Okay. Carson? That was not the question. Go on, then. Of all the young quarterbacks, would you not say he is the third most exciting player to watch? No. You really think it's more fun to watch Carson Wentz? 100%. That, that well, is 100% biasy, dude. I, I, I would not. agree, because they compared Deshaun Watson to Michael Jordan. In what? In every aspect. Remember when he got... <laughs> you can just cross everyone. They shouldn't. No. Drain Remember when he got things. a cleat to the face and then he went for the touchdown? That was Michael Jordan-esque, apparently. Flu game. A, he didn't take a... Yeah, he did. Last year, cleat to the face. Okay, so bias is out of it, Jared. Would you agree Deshaun Watson, of all the young quarterbacks in the league, is the third most exciting at this point in time? I don't know if I would put him at the third most... Who would you put, put at third? I would put number one. Obviously, Mahomes, Mahomes and Lamar. Lamar and it's, yes. Mahomes, Malar, Malar, Malar. Christian McCaffrey. We're talking about a quarterback. Quarterback. Bro. Oh, what? Where have you been? <laughs> I've been in outer He's space. Filming. He's filming our live, you guys. What's up? Jared's not paying we attention. We all have different roles in this podcast. Kathy says hi. <laughs> What's up, what Kath? up, Kathy? <laughs> okay. So, yes. Thank you all guys Deshaun for agreeing does with me. Win, Deshaun Watson Patrick. is the most, third, uh, most exciting player as far as quarterbacks goes. But listen to the rest of this the rest of this roster. So, yes, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. 
oh my god, that is huge. That that blew off in the whole uh, off season. That was probably the biggest news out of the off season, Still right? Is. So they got that story going for them. Who did they get for DeAndre Hopkins? David Johnson, who came from the Cardinals, Weak who knees. was good. He just has been injured for the past three years, four years. It's his hand. You know, it's his foot. It's you, his you head. You have him every year in fantasy. David Johnson. David Johnson. Where have you been? I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm why, no, why am I even defending the Texans right now? You guys aren't listening. Yeah, they suck. Oh, my goodness. I'm voting down. So on top of that. <laughs> you look, guys have dug on David Johnson regard- for years, too. So like, for you to say it's an like a, a positive aspect, lie. You guys have dug it up. I don't want you ever putting words in my mouth like that again. When have I ever put a dig on David Johnson? When he's I injured. I guess primarily Jared, so I'm just taking it out on you. But Gosh. Just condemn me from Injury the start. Injury prone. Um, look at this wide receiver core. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Randall Cobb. And your fourth guy is Kenny Stills, a speedster. That's ex- That's an exciting passing game alone right there. You got David Johnson, who, honestly, he's for sure got some gas left in the tank. It's just a matter of can he stay healthy or not. Now, listen to this. Who were we talking about earlier? Tackle off the Miami Dolphins. Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. He is now with the Houston Texans. That is a very good tackle. Um, Not only that, they got players all along the line. They got Nick Martin at center, and they got Titus Howard at right tackle. Now, Darren Fells is the starting tight end for them. Now, is that a super sexy name? No. But he's at least top 16, so it's still a quality tight end that they got going there. I mean, That's their true. offense is loaded. Their offense is loaded. Yeah, so are the char- so are the Colts. Now, jump on the defensive side of the ball. That's where it gets a loaded. little bit more iffy. Now, you still got J.J. Watt, who is still top 10 in the league at defense. However... His whole deal is, can you stay healthy? Because he's been injured for the past couple years. Always missing a couple games. Um, linebacker, they got Whitney Merciless. Who? He, Whitney Merciless. Ooh. I mean, not, jo- all jokes aside, that dude shows no mercy. He really is a... I would not want to be running the ball if Whitney Merciless is the linebacker. Side You're note. going to get hit. Side note. The biggest gospel album ever sold... Most ever, Whitney Houston, Preacher's Wife. If you haven't seen the movie, watch it. Awesome soundtrack. Step by step. Doug, you know what I'm talking about. Other linebackers, they got Zach Cunningham. Not super exciting, but still quality player. They still got, um, well, never mind. I don't know who McKinney is, but I. that's totally What's on the side. Name? But you know, um, ben- Benardrick? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so we got your point. But then at cornerbacks, they also got Bradley Roby and Vernon Hargreaves. And no, don't stop me early because I got some actual detail on my team. I you said, who am I defending? The Colts. No, I didn't say that. Exactly. And then, not only that, they got Kymie Fairbairn, who is a top 10 fantasy kicker as well. So even the kicker's putting up points. And I don't know how this is. I mean, come on. It's the Houston Texans. I think they're one of the most exciting teams to watch this year. Again, so, I mean, at the, at the base of it, though, so what you guys are basically arguing, otherwise, if you want to pick the Steelers still, I get it. So you guys are basically debating on who's going to win the AFC South. That's if, for absolutely. sure the Texans. Is that, that's, that's fair. So do you Well, think not for sure the Texans. So do you think the Texans are going to win the AFC South? I think that they have a better chance to win the AFC South than the Colts. So then why would we root for the Colts if you don't think they're going to win their division? I think that we want to root for the Colts because they're exciting to watch. And I also think that they have the potential to do great things, not only 
on the TV screen, but in your fantasy pocket. Hmm. So I guess if we had to pick, so like it's at that point. I don't. I. I. Jared, I. We already know who you're picking. I do not think that the Steelers will have as good of a chance to make the playoffs than either the Colts or the Texans. I think both of those teams will make the playoffs. So whether you think, it be. So you think the Colts are going to be, or the the Colts will be better than the Titans for sure. I think that the Colts will be better. Well, it's extended wild card, dude. They don't have to be as good as the Texans. They could be the same as the Texans and so still make the playoffs. So then you're saying the AFC South will be so good yes. that three teams will make it out of the AFC South. I think so. Really? Who else? What? Denver? You said the, the Chargers, three? You said the Chargers might be good. Yeah. Yep, yep, you said the Broncos so, are going to be yep, good. Yep, yep. That's three out of the West. What? I didn't say Oakland. I, didn't, I never said Oakland. I said the Broncos and the – well, I said you said the Chargers might be good. Yeah, no, I I, I would say they, they might be good, but not Chiefs the greatest. Chiefs are coming out of there. Yeah, okay, so Chiefs, Broncos, Titans, Colts, Texans, Ravens. I don't know. I mean, to me, if I if I personally had to pick – Jared, I know you're going to pick me, and this is I, – I was already kind of predetermined before we even came into this um, – but after hearing your your lack of backup, <laughs> it I wasn't think, lack of backup. They the have a favorable schedule. A schedule doesn't mean anything. They yes, have, it does. They have thirty it means year old T.Y. Hilton, a rookie on the other side. Jack Doyle is their tight end. No, they and they have Heath Miller or whatever. No, not Heath Miller. Okay, whatever his name is. Whoever that is, that's not the Bears uh, Trey, tight Trey end. Trey Burton. Trey Burton. Trey Burton, the thrower of the Philly special to Nick Foles. Random shout out to the birds. Um, but no, Nick. So it is going to come down to you. Steelers or Texans. Steelers, Steelers or Colts. Or Colts. Who would you rather root I'm going to give two answers. I'm going to start with just saying who I'm going to vote to eliminate this week, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. But I am going to say, based on both of your guys' debates, AJ definitely put up a stronger debate. Because I'm right. But that's, that being said, right. moving into it, I do think the Colts are better than than Pittsburgh Steelers, and I do think they're more exciting to watch. That's fair. I'm going to watch it. I, I don't think that's going to be true, but I'll take my loss. Benry, um, I won my argument. These two are going to pick Phillip Rivers and well, 35-year-old I mean, T.O.I. Hilton because they're stupid. Well, and the problem is is now we get down to the, the teaser part. Two teams in the AFC South, which one would you prefer to root for, people? I, Honestly, I don't know. Not root for anyone in this division, but I don't know. That's my choice. I now, feel like I that's our division now. AFC South, we're the NFC North. It's the polar opposite. That's why we picked them. I don't think that's true, but um, but yeah, I guess opposite to track, AJ. I, I will say this: I do not mind rooting for either team that's left. It'll be tough. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind rooting for either team. Basically, it, it's going to come down to. Your vote, essentially. Unless I pull Man. some strange change of heart in the next seven days. Six days. Yeah, I guess we're going to find out. Because I'm on the fence, because the Colts are also a very exciting team to watch this year. And honestly, I think the Dolphins were more exciting to watch than the, the Steelers. I guess I won't really say I mean, otherwise we can end it now, and I'm just going to pick the Texans. Again, I'm really not excited to watch the Colts this year. I'm not. I haven't had a whole lot of hopes for it. So if you want to end it and just root for the Texans, I Jonathan don't, Taylor. I don't care. Jonathan Taylor again, like Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard. Number like they one, have good pieces. I don't think. They, I don't think the Colts are going to be good. 
Number one draft prospect. What do you think the Colts will go this year? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. I don't think they're gonna be. I could see them going seven and nine. I, I could, could see them, see them going, going six. I could see them going eleven and five, or I could see them going nine and seven. Nine and seven at best. That's crazy. At worst. I mean, I don't like. I don't want to end it early, but I don't think there's any way that Jared, based off of your lame argument today, well, we got could, till next week because the Steelers are out. Let's go. All right. Well, I guess Jared will have a week to, to oh, I'll prepare to come prepared with facts and statistics and how to somehow win me over in a bet of how they have weapons. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for sticking around again. This was the 17th episode of the fourth and three podcast. Honestly, I'm not sure any of us thought that this was going to last this long. I know when we not first me. started it, we were just doing it for fun Who? and you know what? It's been a pretty good time. And I got to tell you, I look forward to spending my Wednesday nights with you. Uh, Jared, Thursday. you know, I know, but generally it's Wednesday <laughs> nights. Jared, you know, Wednesday are my most hated days. AJ, you probably just learned that just now. But you know what? The one thing that is the 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 ray of sunshine, the silver lining, is this podcast. So thanks, everyone, for listening. If you do, um, we'll be back next week, hopefully with some big news for you. Um, and also, we have a new segment that we're going to roll out in the coming weeks here, which is going to be a slight game show-esque type segment that's what i'm talking also, about super fast r.i.p because the first game of the season was supposed to be played today today was supposed to be the hall of fame game we were supposed to be watching hall a terrible football game that no one cared about nobody cares but enjoying it anyway let's enjoy it that being said thanks for sticking around we'll be back next week nick stager signing off jared signing off aj peace out gang on fourth and three Fourth and three, fourth and three, hopping back on the mic for you and me. Fourth and three podcast. There is this Nick and AJ and Jerry with the blast. NFL blast. Fourth and three podcast. Yes, 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 yes.